This is your 1017 The Truth News Update. Hi, everyone. I'm Melanie Ricks with your news update. Governor Tony Evers declared a state of emergency on Wednesday as conditions combined to create an extreme danger of wildfires across most of Wisconsin. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources reported to a 100-acre wildfire in Juneau County on Wednesday as a result of the conditions. Officials reported no injuries, but did say that there were evacuations. Governor Evers's declaration was issued shortly after the National Weather Service issued a red flag warning for most of Wisconsin, as rising temperatures, dry vegetation, and gusty winds have provided the elements needed to significantly increase the chance of fires across the state. The red flag warning was in effect from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Wednesday, and the Weather Service asked all Wisconsinites south of Wausau to refrain from burning during that time. The Milwaukee School of Languages has been honored as a 2022 School of Excellence winner by the American College Application Campaign. The recognition comes as part of the Wisconsin Students' Go-To-College program, which aims to increase the number of first-generation college students and students from low-income families pursuing higher education credentials. The American College Application Campaign selected 23 schools nationwide for the School of Excellence Award based on their demonstrated commitment to student success and for serving as exemplary models for their state's college application campaign. Milwaukee School of Languages is among those recognized this year. This was the news update on 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next here on the new 1017 The Truth. Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank candid and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. In the app, complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017. Hang on. I ended up eating Grey Jet before I came on the air, so just so y'all know. So I had some. Well, you know, I'm allergic to a lot of stuff. And so they gave me some, I don't know what that was, but they need to call back and tell me what it was so I could keep ordering it. Because <sighs> it was good. It was like the bomb. And I'm not one of them, you know, fancy pants vegan people. I need real meat. No vegan, but that was good. And I know it was probably fake meat. That's what I call it. Fake meat is fake meat. No, I'm just teasing. It was really tasty. It was really good. And that was exactly what I need in terms of a something in between to help me snack throughout the day. One day I'm going to share with y'all, maybe in May, I'm going to share with y'all all my, all my <clears throat> personal issues <laughs> and weight loss and all that stuff that I'm doing. So, you know, I mean, it takes time. But I was thinking, as usual, and I didn't really, I was trying to figure out what what would the world look like if things were different? Like, what would Milwaukee look like? What would the country look like if it were different? And so I, I tried to come up with the most significant thing that could happen to black people so that one, we could figure out whether or not some of the things that are happening are happening because we're human. Things are happening because of ethnicity. Things are happening because of gender. Or things are happening because of race. I don't know. I don't know, but I want to know your thoughts. 833-212-1017 is the number. We we have to start to look at how we fix things, but we have to change the way that we think about it. That's why what I'm going to do is throw out the word minority. Looking at oneself as less automatically doesn't make sense to me. If white people already look at you as being less and you think of you as being less, you're less. I don't. So when you use the word minority, what does that even mean? Because they're less of account. They're less rich billionaire white males, but yet they still run everything. Are they a minority? Oh yeah. But we're talking racial minority. And while I get that, I reject how we see ourselves in America. I reject how black people refer to themselves in America. I reject how white people refer to us in America. We're not some monolithic group that doesn't know what they're doing or doesn't know where they're going. We're not the, the smallest portion of us that's reflected in the media and then people try to say that that's all black people. Because white people are quick to say, hey, 
We're not all poor. We're not all this. We're not all that. So then why not why not the same treatment for us? Why not the same thought about us? And so I was trying to come up with a remedy to all of this, everything that's going on in America. All of the racism, all of the sexism, all of the gender bias, all of the everything that's going on, which will show both sides exactly how the world could be. And I really couldn't come up with anything. And so I thought about it. I said, okay, so what are some of the things we can change? You can't change poverty. Because many times, many times, poverty can be self-imposed. Why do I say that? Because there are an inordinate amount of people who are poor, who grew up poor, present company included, who now are firmly ensconced in middle class, upper middle class. There are too many people who have gone to college and graduated with and without debt, but graduated within a system that was said not to be promising for us. But they did it anyway. There's an inordinate amount of people who said we couldn't own homes because of redlining. But we did it anyway. We couldn't start a business couldn't scale it to millions of dollars, couldn't buy luxury cars, couldn't go to Ivy League schools. Was it a struggle? Absolutely. But we did it anyway. And so when I think about some of the things we need to do as black people to make, (laughs) why's this? You ready? To make Milwaukee great again, one of the things we're going to have to do is whatever the problem is, overcome it. Whatever the issue is, whatever the need, do it anyway. Even when it's your family that drives you crazy, even when it's the wayward cousin that doesn't come through, even when... Sometimes they drive you up a wall. You still have to do it. Because we've made it. Because we've come through and we've been able to create neighborhoods, cities, counties where black people win. And when that happens, there's something there. And what I think that something is, is something that will probably upset people. So when I say it, 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm already open to hearing you call because I know that the one thing we're going to need to fix all this for us is a majority black nation. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth. 
This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So before the break, we were talking about um, a majority black country. How would that fly? Like, I'm wondering how that Southside Frank said exactly. I'm tired of being lumped in as a white guy. I defy perceived expectations without trying. How's that? But see, here's the thing. We're not talking about white people. We're talking about black people. We're not talking about white people. We're talking about black people. So every time talking text line 214597 said every time we create our own cities or create our own neighborhoods, they burn them down to the ground. So we've already done what you're proposing. They will burn it down to the ground again. And you know who they are. So here's my question about that. And if you have a comment about that, 833-212-1017 is the number. I don't understand why you say that when we have counties in in Virginia, Maryland, that are black, predominantly black, upper middle class, upper class black. Atlanta, you got suburbs that are predominantly black, upper middle class, upper class black people. Don't tell me that can't happen. And they don't burn it down every single time. I think this is just me. I think that's a defeatist attitude. I'm not going to start a business because every time they do, they go, they who? They white people? They may hate it every time you do it anyway. Anytime you show that you're winning, that's a human thing. Quiet is kept. That's old school for, you know what I'm saying? I've had more issues with black people tearing down what I did than white people. I've had more blow-offs and disses from white, from black people who treated me bad because I got a PhD than white people. So when you say that, mm, I don't know. I mean, I could go on and on about how I've been treated how people have made me feel. But at some point you got to get over it. And we don't have a generation today that has been through enough stuff to get over it. See, I think when COVID hit, yeah, that's what I said. I think when COVID hit, we should have let a little bit more struggle come through and walk through it with them. I think baby boomers especially made the mistake of going, oh, we haven't seen something like this before. All right, let's rock this. Let's do this, right? And didn't pass on all of that knowledge and information and, and wherewithal, the stamina, the grit to their children. Their children just saw them kind of go through it. So they thought, oh, I can get through this. And then they couldn't because schools didn't give it to them. Homes, friends didn't give them the ability to struggle, trip and fall, hurt themselves, get back up, brush themselves off and go. And it's not their fault. You know, I had a friend of mine. We argue all the time. Oh, my goodness. She drives me up a wall. You know why? Because she's right. 
Gen X raised their kids the way they did because baby boomers, the older ones, spoiled them. Didn't let them fall. I mean, when I grew up in a playground, they had pebbles and rocks and glass under the swing. And when you and when you was in the swing, by the way, if you have a comment, eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. It, when when you swung the swing and you had to stop and you drug your feet, you better not be wearing sandals or you get blood and all kind of stuff in your feet. But that's what you did. Say what? Wood chips, man, get out of here, punk wood chips. You was a wood chip punk. Really? Wood chips. And then they put rubber down. And then after rubber, they put double rubber. Then they put stuff on the fence. I'm like, like, so now kids can't fall and hurt themselves. Like, what are you going to put guardrails on the, on the sidewalk so you can ride a bike without falling? Like, what is that? It's idiocy. And so what happened is when you don't know when you fall that you'll actually make it, you avoid falling altogether. So you're not going to do any of the things that will cause you to fall. You're not going to do any of the things that will cause you to be hurt. But that's what builds up that stamina. So when COVID hit, we were like, eh. I've lived through all that stuff. Civil rights, uh, protests, burning down, National Guard coming through the city, curfew, can't go out. All that stuff, welfare, poor, no food, all that stuff. But it made me who I am today, so I'm not afraid of it. Hey, you just got fired by all of your jobs, and you lost this and you lost that. I'm like, okay, so what jobs are hiring, and how many multiple jobs do I need to have in order to make what I make now and be done? But I ain't just thinking twice about it. I'm just doing it. That's it. Like, what are we doing? Somebody told me yesterday morning on the phone. Oh, I don't do that. I don't, I don't, I don't listen to that. That's, that's, oh no. I have to be around things that are positive. I said, how do you know it's positive? Oh, I know positive when I hear it. I'm like, no, you don't because everything you're around is only, so what's negative? She goes, I don't know. Like, how can you not know what's negative? One of the things I try to stress is that you don't appreciate good till bad got you. You don't appreciate good because now that you've experienced bad, you see it coming. But if you don't know it's bad for you, you'll let it in accidentally and end up destroying yourself. And that's what happens. We have to recognize like when your parents tell you bad things have happened, when your grandparents say, hey, don't do that. Instead of asking why not, ask why. And then you'll be able to learn from the fact that this is what happened to them. And they're able to share this. When I did it, this is what this is what happened. And then for you not to be so arrogant, but to be humble enough to say, wow, that could probably happen to me, too. Takes a little humility. Well, that's never happened to me. You're like 20 years old. Like you haven't even lived life yet. It's interesting. What 
would then this country be like if it was all black? If we had an all black city, all black city council, got a black mayor, black county executive, now we got a black governor. Like what would what would this state of Wisconsin look like if it was all black? What kind of issues would we have? Would we have the shootings? Would we have the 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 driving like a fool? You couldn't blame a white guy because the police chief would be white. The sheriff would be, I'm sorry, the chief would be black. The sheriff would be black. Oh, wait a minute. We got that already. The county exec. Oh, yeah, we got a black county executive, too. We got a Hispanic common council president. Okay. So let me get this. Huh? I don't think it would be a huge issue. It just depends on the community that we have. We've had black leaders before in, our, in different spaces, but we haven't had like a community to gather around or to build with. I'm talking about everything. Everybody. Everybody black. Not just leaders. Everybody. No, I know. But I'm saying so even if we had the black leaders, I feel like as a whole, we wouldn't. We have to. It depends on the community. If we all don't want to achieve together. Then I don't think we'd be successful at all. Why do we have to achieve together? Why can't I achieve what I'm achieving and you achieve what you achieving and live in the same community? Like, do white people think like that? They don't have to think like that. But why do we think like that? Because of the experiences that we've had. But why do we have to think like that? Why do we have to do everything together? I would say because of our experiences and like our shared trauma, we have to work together. We, it, I feel like in... For me, my perspective is that we haven't had a good community since civil rights era. We haven't had a good, what? strong, like, Ooh, let's do it. Fight. We're all in this together. Let's power through. It's us. Man, me and Rhea going to get along just fine. Oh, gosh. The fight is on. We haven't had a good since civil rights. Don't tell your age. Good. <laughs> but that's exactly what I'm talking about. So... Until she experiences certain things in life, that's a perspective. That's not wrong. It's, it's actually not wrong. The problem is if we, if we do what you just said, I would have to dismiss you because you don't have the experience I had. You don't have the this I have. You don't have the that. And then we start comparing and go, oh, well, you don't have what I have, so why you would? Or you can say, she needs to do what she does, what she likes to do, what she want to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. But here's the minimum. There may be some things we have to do that are the same. We just do them in different ways. At my age, I'm some work I'm not doing. Like there's some things people do. Hey, let's go to community. and do, do. Oh, that's great. Y'all do it. Y'all, y'all need y'all need some money for that. Yeah, let me let me go hook a hook, hook a brother up, write a check. There you go. Hey, right, y'all have fun. And then there are other things I'm gonna go do myself. Like I'm not doing car washes. I'm not I'm not picking up trash. None of that. Too old for that. I did that for years. I'm not doing that anymore. And so we move on to different things. But if we try, the one of the reasons it's difficult to get a community to do everything together because we're in different places psychologically, educationally, emotionally, um, all that. And so the stuff you call trauma, we call life. 
You're going to always have trauma. That's what you build on. Hmm, not doing that. It's kind of traumatic to get a flat tire on your car. But I bet you won't do that again. You can learn from trauma. Is he messing with the, he messing with the, he playing with the. <laughs> I can always tell because he gets tunnel vision. Like, I got to get this done. So he'll be here till 8 o'clock. We'll be gone. He'll still be trying to get it to. But that's one of those things that we have to remember that in the end, it's important for us to remember that we are not a monolithic group. We're not going to all do the same thing together and move the community forward. Everybody has to find out of the, you know, five or ten things that have to be done, their place, and then get it done. Derek said uh, we didn't have Sandler sandals. We didn't have. <laughs> That's true. When I was growing up, we didn't wear sandals. You couldn't wear sandals. You either had Converse All-Stars, you know, y'all call them Chucks. You know, the old, the shoes got to be, what, 50, 60 years old? I call them Converse. Or, or, or we had um, plastic tennis shoes that were no name that you couldn't afford because they only cost $10. That's what that is. Southside Frank said the driving problem is largely due to food delivery and Uber operating like dollars are more important than observing safe practices. What? Dude. When was the last time you ever had a crash that when they came up, the person told you they were trying to deliver food for Uber Eats? Come on. Really? Like how many car crashes have we found food from Uber in the back? Come on. Southside, I know you live in Walworth County. You know what? You should probably stay in Walworth County. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Now, do I get to tease you or no? I don't get to tease. I can't. Yes or no? I can't. Yes, I can. Or no, I can't. If your heart desires, go for it. Oh, don't never tell somebody that. Let me go get a baseball bat. Ooh! <laughs> boom, boom. Look, look. It's like, I'll go get a hammer and then every problem will look like a nail. Because it's the only tool I have. So. Hmm. We were arguing about something before we came in here. And I'm trying to remember when we were in the studio. What was that about? It was about um, domestic violence. Ah, and yes. our criminal justice system. Okay. Yeah. Re- remind me on the next. We got we to gotta get to that. Or in the five o'clock hour. Because, you know, I got <clears throat> to set it straight. You know, then she's going to holler at me. Then she'll throw something at me. Look at this. Shameful. People already leave her alone. What's wrong with that? People hitting the talking text. Oh, I tell you. Oh, this, this treating women with dignity and respect is for the birds. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
833-212-1017 is the number. Sonny B said, what about them? Karate kid, them karate shoes. I never wore those when I was growing up. You know why? It's like people tease me about the way I eat. Part of it is because I have food allergies, but the other part is that I never ate all that other stuff. Like, I'm the guy that had to learn from a book how to go eat at a restaurant because there was nobody to teach me. So a lot of the things that I know today, I had to teach myself. I'm self-taught about a lot of things. So when I don't know something, I'll be like, I don't know. Well, you should know that. No, I shouldn't. Like, it's not important to me, so why should I know that? But I'm at all, I don't know how to put this in context. I'm at all at some of the things white people know at such young ages. The things their children have experienced and the things their children have done is just Put, put, it, put that in quotes, awe-inspiring, because some of the things they know about, the money, the finances, the eating in places, um, going on vacations around the country, around the world. And when I grew up, nobody I knew did that. Like nobody, even the middle-class black people didn't do that. But that was also a reason why we grew up in the 60s and 70s, and we couldn't. There weren't a lot of things that we could do. So it's important to remember that we we could grow and do what we want. I think if America was a black majority country, I honestly think things would be different. Not in the way that some <clears throat> some of you suburbanites think where the you know crime and all that stuff. I think it would be a different way to look at the world. Because I'm seeing Things that many times white people assign to black people as being why we're black, when in fact, it's a humanity piece. It's a psychological thing. It's a sociological thing. It has nothing to do with race. If you put certain people in certain instances, certain things are going to happen. Look at Appalachia. You ever been in the backwoods of West Virginia? It's like another earth. It's like another planet. I never knew like my first time of seeing black people, not black people, white people dirt poor was in West Virginia and Kentucky. I never knew. It's one of the best kept secrets I've ever seen. It's amazing. 833-212-1017 is the number. Dwayne said, don't forget pro-kids. I never had. I couldn't afford pro-kids. So you rich kids could afford pro-kids. You know what pro-kids are? Everybody know what pro-kids are? Wow. Tennis shoes. I know you were born in the 90s. It's a tennis shoe, like a, like a, like a Converse All-Star. It's, it's, it's a tennis shoe. And you wore kids. They had this big circle on the side and it said kids. And it had a big label. You know how the back of a car has a license plate? The back of those shoes had a little label on it that was rubber that said like kids. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> <sighs> Y'all said y'all was born in the 90s. Somebody said kids. I'm like, yeah, I know. <clears throat> I know. 
Talking text line, Southside Frank said, believe it or not, bowling shoes were a thing when I was in high school. Yeah, people used to wear bowling shoes out, like, in the street. What are you shaking your head for? What? What? It's pretty lame. It was white people. Like, really? No black person worth their... Come on. We get caught in... Come on. Bowling shoes. First of all, you can barely walk in bowling shoes in a bowling alley. Why would you wear them in the street? You'd break your neck. But then you said, lame. And I'm like, okay, would any cool black person wear bowling shoes? No. <laughs> Southside Frank said, get on something real. You have me listening. See, he almost made me say something. Scott said, Dr. Kim, my father worked for Sears in, in I don't know what that means, Roblox. Oh, Sears and Robux. And we see your shoes. You remember Buster? Ooh, bust. See, I can't ask this. Why don't y'all leave and bring somebody in that's older? My God, you know what Buster Brown shoes are? See, they don't know either. Ha! You know those black and white shoes you wear with the with the what the white, and then it has the black band in the middle. Those Buster Brown, the white ones, they made brown and tan ones, and they were Buster Brown shoes. Freaking horrendous shoes. They were terrible. Lola said in early 1980s, Skechers gave to me when I needed the money. <laughs> Flint, Michigan. I know that's right. And also had a red and blue stripe on the outside, baby toe area. Yep. Kids. I'm, I'm telling you, kids were the bomb diggity. I'm telling you. Those shoes, man, you could do anything in them shoes. You could fly. <sighs> it's terrible. 833-212-1017 is the number. Black Conscience, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Yeah, not at yourself in good health, Dr. Ken. What's up? What's up? Uh, yeah, and another thing that we grew up on when the uh, Converse used to give Chicago public schools just dumped them off some shoes. <laughs> but we'll find that, yeah, we used to wear the mix and match Converse. Yep, mismatch with the, with the, with the different colors. And we made that a fashion statement. Converse was going nowhere, and we brought them back to life. Black people brought it well, back. Another one. Yep. Yeah, another thing was K-Swiss. Wow. Yeah. Who tried to K- didn't, didn't Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, buy K-Swiss? He bought one of those shoe companies. Wow, and I haven't heard that it, in a while. It went rock bottom. Wow, right? K-Swiss. Well, back in the day, they did. Yeah. Well, they haven't came back yet, so maybe because, you know, they was giving people, uh, they had bad arches and uh, would really hurt you. Hurt, well, at least for me, they was after a while. They looked nice. Yeah. Nice, oh, no, no, while, no, no. You're, you're incorrect. There's a K-Swiss Gary V sneaker for sale for men. It's called the Gary V Collection. Yep. K-Swiss. Ah. K-Swiss. I'm about to check that out. Yeah, man. Check it out. All right, brother. Well, it's good talking to you. I haven't talked to you in a while. And uh, we're just doing a little drive home and heard you talk about uh, the speakers. All right. Appreciate and, you. Uh, I had to have no one mention about K-Swiss, but that used to be uh, one of my favorites coming out. Not got to ask you the important thing. Converse. 
I got to ask you the important thing. How's the queen doing? Yes, sir. How's the queen? Man, phenomenal. All right. Actually, uh, I'm going to call back Friday for a black business shout out. Um, it's time me to push her uh, tutoring program. There you go. So I'm going to be with that because our young children needed ever more so the extra uh, uh, assistance with education. Very true. All right. Appreciate you, brother. Peace. Live righteous, Milwaukee. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. I think we devolved into shoes. I think the bowling shoe piece kind of threw everybody off. Like, wearing bowling shoes as regular? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Derek said, uh, Stacey Adams, spats, and colored shoestrings. Yeah, colored shoestrings was was it for a minute. For a hot minute. (laughs) Buster got his own comic book. Who is this from? 414-628 414-628 said Buster got his own comic book as a shoe store giveaway in the 50s and in the 40s and 50s. And he made a brief appearance in the Buster Brown shoe store ad in the 80s and 90s. The Brown Shoe Company is still in business, but it's now called Calaris, C-A-L-E-R-E-S. And they also own Neutralizer and Dr. Scholl's foot like massage stuff. So thank you. That's interesting. Good Life said Coca-Cola sweatshirts, guest jeans, and bowling shoes in K-Swiss. UW parties. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did you wear white socks with that too? You had to wear white socks with it. I can imagine. You had to wear white socks with it too. Lola said, I have a fresh pair of classic white K-Swiss at home. I think I'm going to get me some K-Swiss. I think that's what I'm going to do. Should I buy some K-Swiss? And if so, where should I buy them from? Yeah, I wear my K-Swiss. You know, you know why I like them? Because nobody else wears them. I see people in Converse. I'm like, what are you doing? You're like 80 freaking years old. Why do you have a pair of Converse? Like, what is that? Why are you wearing Chucks? Now, if if you had some... Some pink and green with pearls on them, Chucks. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Somebody's mama, somebody's father. I know got some, you know, pink and green Chucks. But, no. You were going to say something? First of all, Chucks are in style, and people over the age of 50 wear K-Swiss. No, people of all ages wear Chucks because Chucks were out before you were even born or thought about. I just That's said one. they're in style. <clears throat> in style. I just say nothing about in style. Y'all just say, I'm done. I'm done. I ain't going to never be right. I ain't wearing no Chucks. You know why? Because everybody wears them. They are. They're crappy. They're fl- it's, like a, wearing, it's like wearing a tire on your feet. That's all you're wearing is rubber. There's no... There's no there's nothing in that shoe. It's terrible. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sandra, would you wear Chucks? 
Um, I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Oh, what Sandra, like. you just let me down. <laughs> you just. But look here. You just let me down. I, you just I'm so disappointed in you, Sandra. Shoes. You should be wearing. Say what? <laughs> the white tennis shoes. That's yeah, what. but you should. Okay. I wore them my day. Yes, ma'am. And then the penny loafers. and, 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 and uh, Did else? you put a penny or a quarter uh, or a nickel in your penny loafers? Put a penny in them. Okay. And those black and white, what do they call them, saddle oxes? Yeah. Yep. Black and white, like, like yeah. you see on, yeah, on American bandstand, stuff yeah. like that. And I hated them. <laughs> I didn't like them. They were ugly Ooh, to me. The, the little white girls with the bangs and the ponytails. We had the bangs. Wearing, yeah. wearing, the, we um, wearing a little sweater. Yep. Can can. Uh, they call them can can. Can. C A N. C-A-K-A-N, I don't know how they spelled it, but they were slips. They were slips that would, uh, you could starch them out, and they would let your dresses way out like Cinderella dress, <laughs> but they were shorter. Yeah, now, see, that's, that's some stuff I never would have known. I never would have uh, known that. And then, yeah, and then we had church clothes, school clothes, <laughs> so we had to take <laughs> off our school clothes yeah, yeah. and put on our play clothes. Yep, yeah, and yeah. then the church clothes, we had to take those off and, and put even, on play clothes. And even and poor people clothes. had mm-hmm. that, right? Even poor people had church yeah. clothes. They just wasn't as good at church clothes as other people. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I bet you one thing, you know, you kept them clean. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's true. You didn't play in them. You didn't wreck them up or nothing like that. So, wow. And the shoes last a long time. Wow. Cause my mom had seven kids, see. And so, Did y'all uh, pass shoes down? Uh, no, no, I don't recall passing them down because uh, my sisters were smaller than me. And another two were, uh, it was five girls and two two boys. And so we, we didn't pass. I don't even know if we passed the dresses down. I don't even remember passing t- too much down. But uh, we, uh, we, you know, we made it work. Uh, yeah. We didn't have a whole lot of fashions in the house uh, that you just did. Just, but I remember when the mini skirts and all those came in. I had me some mini skirts and the platform <laughs> shoes. And, uh, uh, you know, they had that long, one while we was the granny, wore the long ones, real yeah, long to the yeah, ground and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. In other words, yeah, all the stuff we, that's out now that they think is great and original, we had as children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, repeat. Yep. Repeat itself. Yep. yep. And I was going to say something else. I would love to see our country be like, because I'd be watching TV and they'd be showing like market Marketplace Europe and all that stuff, and they show Dubai and uh, the high-speed rails and all that stuff. i like to see us be advanced. And I just hope with the, the future children and the young folks that's coming up that we can see a lot of advancements for uh, our city and other cities where – it looked like we're not really on the map with all of this, um, you know, high tech and all that stuff that's, that we see when I look at TV. That's what I want to see the city look like. They're starting to do it. We, we've got a we've got a Milky Way tech hub and a couple other things that are really working in the city. We've got some okay. real estate people that have gone, you know, the brothers have gone to uh, the West, you know, West Center Street. Mm-hmm. And they're building that up. And so it's it's coming. It's here um, I'm going to have somebody that's going to come on my show in May who's going to be talking about some of the things that she's doing in commercial real estate, and mm-hmm. she needs some assistance from people in the city. And so I'm going to have her okay. on my Entrepreneurship Tuesday, and she's going to talk about that because we have to start oh, helping good. people become 
what they need to be. And so that's that's mm-hmm. one of the things we're going to use it for. And we can brag. We can yep. brag on that's our right. city. Okay. That's right. <laughs> we built this. Okay, then. Yeah. Put our name on it. That's right. Okay. All right. Talk take to care. you next time. All okay. right. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 833-212-1010. One, you, ever, you ever had a thought and then you realize, like, what did I do with Because you got 25 different hundred things. and uh, Oh, well. Oh, I guess I did it again. 833-212-1017. Uh, I found it. Uh, Concordia University invites you to an evening of, to see two American heroes, Father S- Robert Sirico founder of Acton Institute for the Study of Religion and Freedom, and Robert Woodson, founder of Woodson Center in Washington, D.C. Come check it out, Concordia University, free. To register, go to cuw-hope.eventbrite.com.